Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365 day returns. This is episode 99 with Misha Mikhailin. Welcome to the As Told by Nomads podcast, where you'll learn how nomads, third culture kids, entrepreneurs, and leaders all over the world embrace their global identity and use their difference to make a difference. And now, having lived on four different continents, here's your host, Tyo Roxas. Welcome, everybody. Today, I have with me an amazing entrepreneur, Misha Mikhailian. And uh, Misha has been a serial entrepreneur for the last 22 years with eight companies under his belt. He most recently co founded Intently, which is a software platform that leverages virtual real estate to transform people's experiences with technology. It's a vision board application that deeply connects its users with their goals and intentions by replacing adverts with pictures from the vision board. Welcome to the show, Misha. Yeah, thanks for having me, brother. Great, hey, brother. To, be Great to be here. Hey, pleasure's all mine. So, before we start talking about Intently, why don't you tell us a little bit about your background, how you grew up, and what led you to your journey? Yeah, you know, I've uh, I've been an entrepreneur as long as I can remember. Starting my first uh, business when I was around twelve, and uh, before that, I was, um, you know, I, I'm originally from Holland. I grew up both in California and in Holland, which was a really amazing experience, and. Um, when I started out on my entrepreneurial journey, I just I just never looked back. I really got um, just really just dove right into the idea of creating and creating and building, and um, yeah, it's, it's it's been a fun ride. Now you say you dove right into creating. Were you did you so you knew early on that you wanted to really create products and you wanted to create services. You wanted to do something that um, that where you could dictate your own terms. Is that correct? Yeah, I definitely felt like I was unemployable by other people. That it was, you know, I I was first just attracted to the freedom of being able to start your own business and being able to control your own destiny. Um, it just it never occurred to me that um, life would work if I was working for other people. So yeah, I, I kind of didn't didn't see any other options. It sounds like you made a few bosses, potential bosses, happy because um, you know you said you were unemployable, but. Okay, so the eight companies. What, what was? Tell me how the first seven went through, and then you know what the journey behind each. Because 
a lot of people say serial entrepreneur, and I always say um, there's always a journey, right? And then there's always a lesson that you learn from each company you build. And I imagine that that was the case in your experience. And very curious to see if you have stories to share or, you know, experiences that made you become who you are today. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, there's so many war stories and so many just stories and, and learning lessons along the way. You know, I feel like um, I probably learned the most from from some of my failures, and because uh, they haven't all been successful. So, you know, some of my, you know, some of my early companies, I I, I learned that um, sometimes it doesn't pay to be too ahead of the curve. Like I, I launched an online yellow pages back in 1994. It was the first online yellow pages, and we were were really like too far ahead of our time to 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 make it work at that time. Um, you know, and I've had a few other startups since then that were a little ahead of their time. But my my early learning lessons that I love communicating to other entrepreneurs that um, where I feel I really missed out was in in finding mentors early and finding other people to support you on your journey. I think it's a lot easier now with the internet and social media and what have you to to connect with people than it was when I was a teenager growing up. But um, you know, I feel like it's my career took off when I really started um, bringing amazing mentors into my life to really um, guide me and support me in, in what I was creating. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And I think we, we live in such a world that's, that's optimized for that, right? With digital media, email and all that. But if someone had an idea and they wanted to reach out to, I don't know, not even Seth Godin or someone that they, they feel like is on the level of, of what they want to do and is where they need to be, what would you advise them to reach out to? Because, you know, many times it's I imagine they get a lot of emails, but how can you? Yeah, I mean, I think you have to be really realistic in assessing where you're at and reaching up to somebody that is kind of on that next stage on the ladder ahead of you. Okay. You know, so like, I mean, when I was 17 years old, I wasn't reaching out to Richard Branson now, but you know, now I'm friends with him and I have conversations with him, hang out on his island, and you know, he gives me advice and connects me to new ideas and people. So, you know, it's like. You, you, you have to like really look at, okay, this is where I'm at and these are kind of like the people I can access and, mm. and always be bold, you know, reach for a couple couple rungs up the ladder. Um, but at the same time, you know, be realistic as to, you know, where you're at if, if you're starting your first, you know, business and it's a small kind of business, you know, um, you know reaching out to like Richard Branson or a Seth a Godin, Seth Godin. Might, not, <laughs> might not really, you know, be the best, best okay. next step. Yeah, so just look at look at the immediate next step, and look at someone that's you know that's you know a couple of steps ahead of you, and then you know learn from him or her, and then as the as you climb up the ladder, you can start to reach out to more, or yeah, you could absolutely. do like that mix where you you could get lucky and oh, Richard Branson might like what you said. Hey, I'm doing something in Necker Island. You are a startup that we would like to feature in a competition. Why don't you come? You never know. But um, to basically be realistic is what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I, I would say be bold when when doing asks like that, like getting in front of people, pitching your ideas. You want to you want to be able to be bold and reach for the stars there. You know, when when finding a mentor, somebody that's going to spend time with you and actually mentor you and yeah. support you. You know, I, I would say, like, men, mentors themselves want to mentor someone that's kind of at a level where they're able to like take what they're teaching them. Awesome. So you huh. know, kind of just looking at what's that next next step for you who's who's that person you look up to that inspires you that you're like wow if i had what they had it would it would i'd be at that next next stage in my journey cool cool now let's talk web-based businesses so i built a web-based business you've built several i know this is something you're you you love talking about 
what do you think is the natural first uh, step for people that want to build web-based businesses, whether it's media companies, communities, or you know, app-based businesses? Yeah, I, th- I think the you know the biggest thing is really you know connecting to to a need in a market and you know taking that MVP approach of um, you know creating something very quickly, putting it out there, testing it, um, making sure that people are interested in it, and then you know continual iteration. You know, I, I see a lot of people who create web-based businesses that spend years in development, and it, you know by that time the you know so much has already changed. So. I think uh, in this space, in this time, things are moving so fast, it really pays to be quick, be nimble, um, and iterate quickly. So basically, you know, put a product out there, have it, you know, test it for validation, um, you know, see how many people like it or not, and don't waste too much time behind the, uh, behind the scenes because it is a digital revolution and things happen very quickly. Right? Absolutely. Yeah, because I, yeah. I, was, I was, I mean... <clears throat> I remember when it was cassettes, then it was CDs, then it was DVDs, and it's you know, <laughs> it was Netflix, and I, I was I was walking, I was working out today. I was thinking there will be a time when FaceTime would be like such an old thing, and I, and I can't even imagine what that looks like. But you know, you just have to really, really be aware um, that, like Nike says, you just need to do it, and you never know what can happen. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now with venture capital, with venture capital funding. Um, Many entrepreneurs get into the stage from anywhere in the world. They have this idea. They feel like they've sometimes they bootstrap it to a point where they you know they can't fund it anymore, or they need maybe a bigger name to sort of get it to a different level. You know, if it's going on Shark Tank or just needing some big uh, VC funding, what is your what is your what is your advice for this? Because there are many people that come up with different pieces of advice, and then I don't know if there's any one way. But I always feel like it's confusing because you hear so many different things. And you never know which one to choose. Yeah, I say you know, with 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 VC funding, it's it's really like know what you're getting into. So learn about how the VC industry works, learn how their term sheets work, all, all their kind of liquidation preferences, and the types of things they put in there. So so you're you know learning from the experience of other people before you get in there, because you know that that first time VC experience can be really brutal. Um, and so, so just learning from people that have done it, absorbing a lot of information, I think that's step one. And then step two with VCs is really building your network. You know, it's um, you have, your your chance of getting into a VC increases tenfold if you get introduced to a partner at a VC firm from from somebody that that'll vouch for you. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's like when you get to that level, it's like that person who's vouching for you. It's like they know the VC. So, you know, that, that that's how you that's how you really get your foot in the door at those places. And um, so, I would say like start investing and building your network early. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's something I started a little later in my career. And when I realized the power of it, I I was like, wow, what what would have looked like if I started this five ten years ago, and um, you know, but I would say start investing and building your network right away. Right. Now, for those that are curious about investing, what is what is the difference between VC and angel investing? You know, so angels are private investors, and a lot of angels will invest on like more of a convertible type note or safe note, which is my preference right now to to raise money with. And you know, the, the benefit of working with angels is you don't have to really spend all the legal costs and figure out all the rights and preferences of the preferred stock. A lot of angels are willing to 
to walk into a round knowing that those rights and preferences get tacked on to the next round, that they, they absorb the, the preferences of the VCs that negotiate them. So, you know, I, I definitely think that, you know, unless you have something that's just ready to fly, that's like baked and proven that the VCs, that there's some risk taken out of it, I think angels are always a great first step. And, you know, you want to work with angels that are, that are, that are angels, so somebody that looks at that as investment is they're probably going to lose their money. Um, that is realistic about that because you don't want angels that are going to be, you know, hounding you and asking right. for lots of information and details at every corner because you don't have the bandwidth as an entrepreneur to really support. You know, like I've I've got um, 15 different angels in my company right now, and you know, if all of them were um, inexperienced angels asking me for a lot of information, it would consume a big chunk of my time. Yeah, no, and I, I mean, I guess that's the idea of believing in you and believing and taking that leap of faith in, in the idea that you can actually, you know, you can build out a project and you need some funding and they're okay to to take that calculated risk, so to speak. Yeah, and, and the whole the whole trick with the VCs is getting as much risk out of the deal as possible. Really? So like, yeah, I mean, it, it, you want to you want to take out the risk for the VCs, so so you really have some leverage and you can command higher valuations. Because you know v, VCs are looking at things; they're managing money for pension funds and and major stakeholders, and and their <clears throat> their whole thing is risk mitigation. So it's like they're first and foremost looking at the team. Like, has this team pulled it off before? Have they exited a company before? Um, you know, once you've been through that whole journey, once you've raised VC capital before, once you've exited a company and had a decent exit, it just becomes so much easier to raise money. I've seen my friends that have taken companies public that could raise a million dollars in three days now if they want to. It's 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 crazy how how much um, value the VCs put on experience, and it makes sense, you know, because if you've been through awesome. it. Now, do you think it's easy? Do you think it's always advisable to give away too much? What is too much equity, by the way? I was going to ask what's <laughs> it's advisable to give away too much equity, but I don't know what too much equity would be in uh, in the case because some people say forty percent, keep that with the management. Other people say give VC at least forty percent of the of the company. Or you know, it's going to be different for every company because every company you're going to have depending on how much cash you need, how many rounds you go. But I would say the the kind of typical path is like you're giving away somewhere between 25 and 35% at every round. So oh, wow. 25, 30, 25 to 30% at every round. And, you know, if you're, if you're gunning for a billion dollar type business, you know, you're typically left with, you know, 10 to 40% at the end of the day. Mm, wow. Okay. All right. And now um, let's, let's shift focus here a little bit to what you're doing now intently. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra. And I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. 
Yeah. And your amazing software platform. Why don't you talk about it and how it's really going to revolutionize people's experiences? Yeah. So in- intently, you know, it's what we're doing with intently is we're we're getting rid of all the banner ads you see while you're online when you're on your computer, and we're replacing them with content that you want to see, content that you love. So you can subscribe to all kinds of different content channels on intently, and basically get rid of these ads that are not serving you, and put some something in there that really inspires you. So, you know, our our top users on intently are like actually finding or creating content that's connecting them to their goals, to their intentions in life, or things that are helping them get past different limiting beliefs. So, you know, and the tool can actually reprogram your subconscious um, without you even do anything. So you know, I have got an interesting story when I had my first um, major Intently experience. I, I added a quote to my vision channel on Intently and it said, you'll continue to be tested until you're no longer triggered. And when I first saw that quote in my friend's Facebook feed, I was like, wow, that's really profound. Every time I get triggered by anybody, I'm being tested for something. And that, you know, it'd be good to, to think that way um, and question, what am I being tested for? So I added that to my Intently feed. And when it's on my Intently feed now, every single website I go to, whether it's Facebook or YouTube or my favorite blogs, I start seeing those images instead of my ads. So, you know, I, I would see that image every single day. And three weeks later, I'm having dinner with my mom, and she said something that just really triggered me. And instead of getting angry or upset or having it ruin our dinner, I I instantly was like, what am I being tested for right now? And I was like, I'm being tested to be compassionate towards my mom because, you know, she comes from a different generation from me than me. She sees things very differently, and it's really a test for me to practice compassion. And we had this amazing connected dinner after that point and the next day I was browsing the web and I saw that image and I was like holy crap that shifted my dinner last night and in the moment I didn't even realize it it just it was it was like planting that seed in my subconscious that was just there when I needed it so um, you know intently is a really powerful tool you're basically taking the tools that advertisers use to get you to buy things and to connect with your subconscious mind through advertising and you're taking ownership of it and you're using a tool to like reprogram your life to show up however you want to show up in the world. So it's subconsciously connecting you to your goals like vision board. Absolutely. Yeah, it works. It works a lot like a vision board. It's like a vision board that follows you to every website you go to. <laughs> it's a, it, what I'm thinking right now is you know how those um, retarget this is uh, ads are retargeted when you go there you visit a website and all of a sudden you see express everywhere you go um because you know there's a cookie that was planted there is that sort of what this does where it's giving yeah image the experience for the user is like that except it's all your ad units so any Hmm. banner on every website wow becomes content you love (laughs) so how has it been how long is it has it been in production or is it out there now yeah, so we're we're in a public beta now. So we brought it public recently, and um, the the beta group's growing really fast. And we're um, we're going to be launching the product in September. So um, so if you're listening to this in September, after September, we've already launched, and um, you know, just um, excited to really bring it out to the world and promote it and um, and get this to the masses. No, no, I'm definitely on it. I, I'll, it's to be time to to your release, so it'll definitely be around the same time. So people will be able to go to www. 
Intently.com. Oh, wow. That's, that is so simple. Look at that. Intently.com. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So is, do you have plans to have it like an app or is it just going to give me a website? And then, so, uh, so right now it's like a web-based um, browser plugin. Mm-hmm. So you just kind of add it to your browser. super easy from our website. A little pop-down will come and it'll say, would you like to add this to your browser? Um, and we're working on a mobile app as well. So the mobile app isn't out yet. And, um, you know, but it's something that's in development. So if you sign up on the web, even if you're not... Um, or if, if you only use mobile, sign up via the mobile and we'll send you an email as soon as our mobile app is out. And um, our mobile app is going to change out your lock screen when you unlock your phone with different inspirational images that you oh, choose. So, so it's going to constantly using that real estate to create a vector of inspiration in your I'm, life. First of all, I'm definitely getting this, by the way. Uh, this is just, I mean, because <laughs> every time I wake up, I, I wake up every morning just at Golden because he has that daily you know, 6 a.m., 5 a.m., um, you know, message. So I always look for positive affirmations and I'm always looking for, like, a, a good way to just have positive affirmations whenever I wake up. So it would be cool to be able to just log into, read emails or just check out something and have this image or quote or anything just be reminded about, you know, how awesome we can be if we truly um, tap into how great we are. So yeah, I'm, I'm in there. I'm in there. Um, awesome. <laughs> like to have you on board. <laughs> hey, anything I can do to help. Now, uh, Misha, your background, right? Dutch, help me out here. Uh, Californian? Dutch, Wait. Russian, Armenian. Oh. Um, I was born in Holland. Um, I was, lived in Iran for a few months and then oh, wow. came over to California and um, spent a lot of time growing up in Holland back and forth in California. So I'd go up, up there for my summers and spend like three months out there in the summer and get to know my family because all my family was pretty much back in Holland. Um, <laughs> So, so what, yeah. what, what, what was that like? What was that like growing up? You know, it was such a great experience. I, I, I felt so blessed to have that because you would see the nuances of how cultures are different. And it really got me thinking outside the box and entrepreneurially because you realize that people just kind of show up based on like the, the normal, the norms, cultural norms and ways of being that are expressed within that culture. And you realize you don't have to fit into those boxes that you could totally create your own world you know but sometimes when you're just in one kind of this myopic kind of view dynamic like you, you don't realize that there's there's so much power we have to create our entire existence so that that really inspired me growing up just being able to see that you know things don't have to be the way that like society or culture tells you like you can innovate on that and you can push those boundaries and and break outside of that that mold no, absolutely. And at UID, we like to say, use your difference to make a difference, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and we, we honestly, I, you know, the, the mantra here is, I was telling you earlier how I, as the son of a diplomat, I, you know, I had to move everywhere. And initially, it was hard for me because I was always navigating through different cultures and I felt like I, you know, I had to figure out a different accent, a different sport to learn, a different that. And then as soon as I embedded myself and stuck with the process, like you said, my mind started to open. I was able to attack problems from different perspectives. I started to see things with different lenses, and you know, I wasn't you know close-minded. And I started to know notice that in business and everything I was doing, because then I was able to maybe interact with uh, several departments for one thing. But I was also able to connect and say, well, why don't I attack this problem from a different uh, different solution? I saw this happen in Nigeria, where I'm from, and they usually do this type of thing. And it was subconscious. I didn't realize that until I, I sort of put everything together into the platform. Was that your experience as well? 
Yeah, yeah, same thing. I, I, I was, I really grew fond and appreciated that more later in life when it's, it started to become really clear that I was different because of those experiences. Hmm. Okay. Now, for that, for that nomad out there, the the kid that grow is growing up with in your know, whether it's in the mixed family, mixed culture family, and this is first move. You know, sometimes I have I get emails and people sending me messages about how it's difficult to make friends and connect. Do you have a tip for him or her? Yeah, you know, I just I just like be yourself, put yourself out there, you know, get out of your head. That's that's the main thing for me, you know, just um you know, I, I think it's so easy now with tech technology to find your tribe like within any place you go to on the planet you know it's it's there's there's su- such great tools to build community and connect with people so you know it's, get um, yeah get comfortable being uncomfortable and then that that's you know and the more you do that then the more comfortable you actually end up being it's so funny how that's ironic but it works out <laughs> yeah yeah look at each of those 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 each of those times that a situation might feel uncomfortable to you as like as that stepping stone like every time you go through that it'll kind of reduce that level of discomfort yeah, yeah. so who do you root for during the world cup the for, I, I usually root for holland you yeah. know <laughs> you you look so nigeria doesn't always make it far so holland is always my second team yeah and, nice, I, nice. and i've been there with the, you know when clivet and all, all those um, i was really rooting for them this world cup but you know it didn't happen because robin and then were I guess cut short soon in the was it semifinals or finals? Uh, semifinals, I think. Yeah. And then I was, uh, but I was always curious about that because when everybody adapts to different cultures, they always say, "I never know who to root for in the World Cup because I'm from America and America is doing well, but I'm also from Holland." And then you know, Iran might be it might have made it to the second round. I don't know who to root for. So you said Holland is your team. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And um, any fun fact that people don't know about Holland? That you can tell, or Netherlands, really? Ah, oh, fun fact, man. I don't know. It's such a beautiful place. I think you know. It's it's so interesting, just because in Holland in general, like the the perception of it is like, oh, you know, um, like pot's legal there, and you know, prostitution, all these things. But it's that's so not like what the country's all about. And you know, it's funny, like growing up in the U.S. There were more of my friends smoking pot out here than there were in Holland, even though it was totally legal over there. And, you know, that always surprised me. I was like, wow, it's, you know, totally legal and accepted here, but nobody does it. And in, you know, in California, it seems like everybody's doing that. You know, so that was really interesting. <laughs> I know. It was good. And, and then um, the Armenian and Iran, Iranian part? Did you say Russian, that? yeah. Russian, Russian part. Armenian. What side of that of your family is that? So that's my dad's side of the family. So my mom's full Dutch. My dad's Russian Armenian. So my, um, you know, my family had been like through through a revolution in Russia, moved to Iran, went through a revolution in Iran, left Iran to the U.S. Like it was, um, you know, they were constantly moving around for a few generations, kind of, um, you know. So you, yeah, basically just you know traveling to because of the political situation. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Do you speak all the languages that your parents speak? I don't, I don't, but I, I, I speak enough Dutch to get by, and uh, you know, but I never, I never really picked up Russian or Armenian. It's, uh, it's really complicated <laughs> for me. <so. laughs> All right, uh, I usually ask the, my guests this question: How do you use your difference to make a difference? Mm. You know, I find my biggest difference is being able to connect dots and find opportunities to, you know. To create new products that are going to have an impact on the world, and to to enroll the right people into actually like making that happen. So, 
you know, how I use that to make a difference is, is I do it. I'm, I'm, I'm committed to working on companies that I feel are contributing to like the evolution of humanity that are helping us create a more sustainable, just like amazing world for everybody. And, you know, so that's how I do it. I do it through my entrepreneurship, through creating, like to me, that's my art and, uh, that's how I make a difference. Well, love it. Love it. I mean, it's, you you're breaking down complex problems, you're making them simple and then you're, connecting um you know the dots like you said so that sounds like really good where can we find out more about you your company what's what's to look for um and how should we keep in touch with you via social media yes yeah, so you can uh you know find our company at intently.com um on twitter i'm at intently ceo you can connect with me follow me on facebook um personally so it's uh you know excited to to be out there and sharing with the world and uh connecting with all you guys Awesome. All right. So we'll put it, we'll put this out there, put this in the show notes and then we'll make sure we get the word out there so that people can be, you know, subscribe, right? Or add it to their, their websites and their, it's like a plugin and also get the mobile app as well and then keep in touch with your adventures. And maybe you can, um, you know, also mentor some of these people out there because I'm sure some people are reaching out to you about how to get into the startup world since you've been there several times. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me, Teo. Really appreciate it. Love being here. You've just been listening to the As Told by Nomads podcast. For more ways to use your difference to make a difference, as well as for show notes, head over to www.uidmag.com. Till next time, go out and make an impact in your world. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.